comedians. Two fantasy football games. Only one can be crowned victorious. Welcome to Fantasy Fantasy Football Football Face-Off. Okie dokie, here we are. Episode 11 of Fantasy Football Face-Off. As always, I am your host, uh, one of your hosts, I should say, Fitz, and I'm joined uh, by Tom Glover. Tom, how are you? Um, Not too bad, Fitz. It's a shame that I'm forgotten so quickly by you when you're in charge of hosting the podcast, but um, yeah, not too bad. (laughs) Good. Well, um, yes, I've I've done away with the the usual cheery kind of intro summing up the week. Um, I'm not going to lie to you, as we record this on a a wet and rainy Monday evening after the game week that was, um, it's all pretty bleak for me. Um, I'm, I'm very, very upset with how everything's gone. We will talk through the, um, the transfers that I made and the options that I had, and uh, we'll we'll get into all that, I'm sure. But um, yeah, how, how are you, mate? <laughs> well, you, we can we can always tell how you've done in your game week by your tone at the start of the podcast, and yes. it, it is a very bleak tone. Considering I'm the one in this relationship who has had a vasectomy this weekend, <laughs> it's it, it's 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 weird that you're the one who's pushing having had a bleak few days. And <laughs> I have had my um my manhood deactivated this weekend my transfers on a surgeon's table <laughs> i'm not i'm not moaning about it that is correct but then you also did kind of you made that choice you knew that that was going to happen i made my choice expecting hoping for positive things hoping for joy i wasn't hoping for pain and pain is all i've ended up with unfortunately but we're both in pain i suppose how, how are you but, feeling after that are you all right I'm I'm tender. I'm sore. I've, my, <laughs> your your voice great... quivered just a little bit at that point as well. It did. I may <laughs> have changed. It may have got a bit higher since I've had them. Yes, um, maybe clamped, cauterized. But <laughs> I feel like maybe I've lost some of my managerial power this weekend. So it hasn't been a great game week for me either. It's been okay, but it's better than last week. But it's not been not been amazing. Oh, um, I would love I've got a red arrow. Week. So I wonder if it's related. Maybe, maybe, who knows? Well, yes, I think I think it was a bit of a strange week for everyone, really, wasn't it? Um, you know, uh, certainly by a closer play Saturday, most people were, I think um, Heisenberg tweeted, if you've got 23, then you're doing all right. And, and you just think, oh my God, half the team, over half the teams have played. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, suffice to say, I did not have 23 at that point. And uh, until Mo Salah played and uh, played well, I, I wouldn't have even had 23 points. So, um, But even yeah. then, him playing well was not necessarily good if he hadn't captained him because of his effective ownership. It was actually a negative on us, on our rank at the end of the day. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, I've just had a cup of tea. Thank you very much. Um, brought to me, so I, sh- I shall not grumble about that. Um yeah, I mean, we we may as well get into it. I think welcome, listeners. By the way, um, you know, regardless of of, of regardless of how I'm feeling, uh, broadly, you know, everything is everything is fine. Um, I think if Man United had had won at the weekend, obviously, I would probably be feeling a little bit better. But but never mind. We get these weeks sometimes, and the upshot of it is for me. I look at my team now, and I feel how can I have faith in a team that has performed so appallingly um and so i'm very very tempted by by the wild card which i'm sure we'll come on to but um yeah it'll probably be a slightly different um episode this week obviously we've got the international break next week but we were still keen to get get some pod in your ears 
And so we'll have a little chat about FPL and Sky as always. And we'll see how we get on. Yes, we will, Fitz. Good. Excellent. Yes, we will, um, and it's that level of um, slick operation and camaraderie that, that will really earmark us out for all our tens of listeners. Um, so <laughs> let's get cracking. Let's have a little chat about the results, I suppose, first of all. I mean, obviously... I certainly didn't enjoy the the football in general this this week. It started terribly in the Man United game and um, it didn't really improve, to be honest. Um, you know, obviously a one-all draw is, it could have been worse, but the pictures of Solskjaer at the end, like 94th minute or something, he's laughing and joking on the touchline. And it's it made me very upset. I have to say, he's a smiling um, assassin. He, he's a smiling assassin, and he's assassinating your team from the touchline yeah. every week. Yeah, he is a little bit, and um, it was it was weird. I mean, I uh, so FPL wise, I didn't captain. I didn't have Lukaku. I didn't captain Ronaldo. Um, and when it got to, in fact, we'll we'll come on to that in a moment. But yeah, I'm I'm a bit worried about Man United. D- tell me how you see it as an outsider. Like, forget the fact that as a non-United fan, you probably hate United. But what um <laughs> what what are your what are your thoughts? Well, like all non-United fans, it's lovely to see Man United struggling after growing up watching them win everything. But um, yeah. yeah, I think it's just he's done okay. He's doing fine. It's, it's sort of hard to sack him because he, he is, he's doing better than previous managers have done the likes of David Moyes and Jose Mourinho. Although Mourinho is winning trophies, but he's playing a slightly better football and he sort of likes and he's got that rapport with the fans. But I just don't think he's good enough at the top level. When you think he's competing against likes of Pep Guardiola and Jurgen mm. Klopp he just and Thomas Tuchel, he, has, he just hasn't got that that know-how and that level of experience in the game and he's managing big name players as well. It just seems like a lot of star players thrown together with no real game plan. And yes, he'll get some results soon and it'll be, oh, Ollie's at the wheel again and everyone get behind him. But when it comes down to it, I just don't think he's got what it takes to, to win. As listeners will know, I am I am a genuinely very passionate Man United fan, and you know, obviously he's he's a club legend, and I want more than anything for him to do well. I'd I'd love for him to be at the helm for years and years and build like a a Fergie style dynasty. Um, but uh, oh, I've just had notification that I am not on the list um, for the Fancy Football Hub um, uh, breach. So whether we keep that in or not, I'm very happy. Um, but yeah, so. <laughs> um, I I really, really want Solskjaer to succeed. I really do. But there are just a lot of occasions where, you know, the in-game management is somewhat lacking. And I think we've got more coaches at the club than we've had in, in years and years and years. And I saw someone on Twitter suggest, you know, is it is it too many cooks? But we'll see. We'll see. I think there's there's no excuses this year. If we lose two of our next kind of games in the Champions League, then I think that that could be that the pressure's on him definitely at the moment. You know, you can't spend all that money on Sancho and Varane and, and everyone else. And what about Donny van, de, uh, Donny van der Beek? That is such a strange situation. Um, particularly well, you've got when you see so Fred. many great players, so many great players, and you should be performing better than you are. Like mm. the squad is there now. I mean, yeah, you don't have a defensive midfielder, but you've got enough good players there to be able to beat the likes of the teams you're playing at the moment, like Aston to beat Aston Villa and to beat, yes. um, who's you playing the weekend? We played Everton and we drew with Everton. Um, yeah. I mean, Everton have started the season well 
and they're playing like fairly decent attacking football, but they've been they're without Calvert Lewin, without Richarlison. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's it's Andros Townsend and Demai Gray who are attacking you. you. You should be able to compete with that when you've got Paul Pogba and Jaden Sancho coming the other way, Cristiano Ronaldo up top. Yes, you should. You should. Well, I mean, I could, yeah, I could, I could talk um, morosely about <laughs> about this um, all all evening, but but we mustn't. So so we'll move on. So from from a fantasy football um, perspective, the big worry for me was. Um, not having Lukaku in my FPL teams. Quite a few people played the wild card and certainly lots of my kind of nearest and dearest all had Lukaku and Captain Lukaku. And um, it felt when that game finished and yes, I'd lost the Chelsea clean sheet. Um, I took a minus four to bring in Christensen and I was umming and ahhing between Ben White and Christensen. And that point alone, I took a minus four. So there was a nice little 10-point swing there. And um, when Lukaku didn't get anything, I thought, oh, okay, brilliant. Okay, we're on here. We're on. Um, and then and then it all went downhill. All went downhill, really. Um, well, I, well so... I've, I've had the freemium. I went in with the freemium. So I've had Lukaku and Ronaldo. And yeah. it, it's really frustrating because... It just hasn't worked out. So I had Lukaku when he got 13 points against Villa, but since then he got two points against Spurs. He got two points against Chelsea. He got two points at the weekend. And then likewise, Ronaldo got one point at the weekend because he came off the bench, two points a week before, six mm-hmm. points a week before that. So I feel like I've got good players. The players around my freemium have been performing well. So if the freemium yeah. had taken off, then I would be like way up there in the league but yeah the rest of my differentials are supporting my supposed premium players at the moment which is a shame and I've got one more week of that uh, Ronaldo at Leicester and um, Chelsea at Brentford uh, Lukaku at Brentford and then I'm going to be getting rid of Ronaldo so I just want one week where they both perform well and it boosts me up the rankings a little bit yeah absolutely um, I mean shall, shall we discuss shall we discuss rankings um, because yeah well you... I'm I had a red arrow again. I've dropped from, I think I was 35K last week and I've dropped to 46K. So it's not huge. I got 45 points, um, but those points came from, well, eight points from Lewis Dunk, who is really lowly owned. But he got another clean sheet. He got bonus points. So he sort of saved me. Sanchez in goal. Livramento came off the bench with four points. So I took a minus four this week, again, like you, to get in Rafinha and Christensen and Rudiger, and then Christensen ended up not playing, and Livermento came on. So I didn't need to stay at that minus four. I could have stuck with Livermento in my starting eleven, but yeah, it didn't make sense with Chelsea playing Southampton to have Southampton, Chelsea in defence, and having a Chelsea striker up front because your team is playing against itself. And I'd, I'd never like to do that. No, I think um, I think that was the right decision. You know, the the decision there was sound. Um, it's it's so strange how one can go from being relatively happy at looking at their team to to looking at what I'm looking at now. I'm, I mean, I'm, I got 34 points and I think, uh, well, I have to take off four from that. So I got 30 points for the week, which was eight below the average. It's the first time I've got a red arrow all season and my rank has absolutely plummeted. So I've gone from uh, 123,000 down to 293k. Um, so a really, really, really sobering, disappointing week one. for me. <laughs> yeah, a really rough one. But I think 
think the reason it, it stings more than anything is because I had the hope of an Antonio captain. Um, I, I feel like I dodged a bullet with Lukaku, as I mentioned earlier on, but then to go and I was listening to the game, the West Ham game, and uh, just praying for something. And the more it went on, the more I was like, oh, okay, I'm really in trouble. And I did very nearly captain Salah, which would have at least kind of got me above the average. But it was it was the transfers. You and I spoke, didn't we, on, on I think, Friday night. And, you know, I was umming and ahhing at that point about wildcarding, and I looked at it, and I ended up going for... Um, I took out Luke Shaw and Kufau. Of course, Luke Shaw played. I took in, I put in Cody and Christensen and I took out Ailing as well and put in Rudiger. So not necessarily in that order. So I've got four points there. And if I'd just left things the way they are or the way they were, then I would have had the same, I think, but I would have had two free transfers. So yeah, it's really disappointing. And like I say, I'm pretty sure I will be wildcarding this week. Certainly when I started the season, I looked at this fixture swing, I should say, this is the point I was thinking about it. But I think as- I think people in the community are being quite reactionary at the moment because the last two game weeks, people haven't performed. It's been low scoring game weeks, two game weeks in a row. We've hit the international break. And I think people just, they want to change things because they feel like they're doing badly. But actually... No one's really performing. The key players aren't performing. So if you, you just said there, your team, you've got Rudiger, you've got Christensen, you've got um, Connor Cody of good fixtures. Like There were good decisions you made and Christensen's likely to play in game week eight because Thiago Silva's with Brazil and he's going to be late back. I think he's almost been ruled out of game week eight already. Mm. So Christensen will play, Rudiger will play. They could get a clean sheet there. Then they're playing Norwich. Connor Cody's Mr. Reliable. You needed to replace Ailing. Personally, I think you need to get your United assets out. So, even yeah. though Luke Shaw played this weekend, he didn't score any points. So, it's probably time to get rid of him now, anyways. His fixtures toughen up. So, yeah, I think you need to just look at what's ahead, look how your team's going to shape up in upcoming weeks, and then see if there is a better time for you to use that wild card. Because I've, I've, I feel like I want to use a wild card as well. Because of course, there's players I can improve in my team I've still got Stipe Perica at Watford who's never played a game um, <laughs> I've got Josh Brownhill who who he wasn't the pun I thought he was in episode two of our podcast yes so yeah I could I could have a better team but I don't think my team is bad enough to warrant a, a wild card at this point I definitely agree I don't think your team is whereas you know I'm, I'm looking at mine now <laughs> Yours and uh, well I, honestly I look at it and I think how on earth did I select this group of players so, you know, Sanchez and goal and steal the other one. Cody, Rudiger, Christensen. I do agree that's not the worst, but equally... That's it a good back three, yeah. doesn't fill you with confidence with Trent on the bench, Omobomadele, who was the worst thing I've ever done in fantasy but Trent, football history. Trent's the best defender in the game. You've got two Chelsea, which is why everyone's wildcard and get two Chelsea defenders. Yeah, yeah. And then Brownhill on the bench. But the, um, you know, the, the rest of the team, Greenwood, Salah, um, Saar, Jota, Ronaldo, Antonio, Tony. I look at that and honestly, I would, the way I judge a wild card is, is it worth doing a wild card if you want to get rid of, you know, maybe if you want to get rid of five players, then it's worth wild carding. I'm looking at that and I want rid of Cody. I don't think Christensen's nailed enough. Greenwood, Saar, Jota, Ronaldo and Omobomadele and Brownhill. 
maybe even Trent as well, although I probably will keep Trent. But, you know, that's <laughs> that's well over half my squad. And so I'm... This is just yeah. the rantings of a madman. He's had a bad game week. He's a, <laughs> it he is. thinks that the solution is to get rid of Trent. That's not the solution. It's not Trent's no. fault. He was injured. No, no. He'll be back next game and, week and he'll get you 14 and, points. So just keep and, him in there. Call the Cody sticks reliable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't know mate i don't know we'll, we'll see as i say i haven't pressed the button yet i know lots and lots of people have but um it's it's just yeah it's just when you have a tough week it's it's just it, it's yeah, i'm not gonna lie it's, be... it's ruined everything it's ruined my entire weekend <laughs> and it's going to be sitting there for two weeks you'll be looking at that score and it will be hard not to press the wild card button and it is a good time to wild card because there is that fixture swing but personally i think you've got a good structure there that you could you could sort out with one or two moves and just progress mm. to the team you want by by the end of this Chelsea run to move into game week 12. <sighs> but I mean, that's up to you, mate. I mean, this is a competition at the end of the day and I'm at 46k and you're in 300k. So you can keep on going that way if you want to. Not quite 300k, mate. Um, I'll but, live uh, there. <laughs> and also I'm a bit happier this weekend because Tottenham won. I, I, I yeah. didn't think we could win games of football anymore. And Son looked great. Harry Kane, I, I don't know what's happening with Harry Kane because he, he had some, he, he got a bit of sharpness days, but he had a few clever, he had like a clever quick free kick where he, he could have scored. He had a one-on-one he missed and then had a quick, tried to flick it over the keeper. So he's, his sharpness is there, but he's just not finishing yet. But I think he, he, it will come. He got a hat trick in um, the Europa Conference plate or whatever it is, didn't he? Yeah, he he was playing a team that was founded in 2012. He, he was playing a team that was that was younger than my Facebook account, which now no longer exists, possibly as we record on Monday night. Nice, um, nice. Yes, I think I think you're right. You know, it's it's very it's very important to just kind of take a step back. I know a lot of people are deliberately not even going to think about FPL for a week or so. And I should probably do the same thing, to be honest. And, you know, whatever price changes happen, it's not going to be wild in the next week to prevent me doing anything. If I am going to wildcard, then then I'll see. I, I will tinker a little bit, but... <sighs> I mean, if you're going to wildcard, you should hit the button and do it now so you get those players in before the price rises because a lot of people are going to be doing it. Price changes are going to happen. Um, but I just... I'm not, yeah, it's up to you. It may be make you enjoy it a bit more because you look very sad at the moment. And I think, yeah, you don't like your team, but the team you yeah. sent me, your, your wildcard draft you sent me, it was all the players who just did well this weekend. So you had Embuemo who just scored, Huang mm. who just scored, Brace, Son who got a couple of assists. And you have to try and make sure you're not building a team for the game week just gone. No, that's that's very good advice. And, you know, um, Huang is someone who I, I spoke about a little while ago. He's he's a brilliant striker. I'm not quite sure why kind of RB Leipzig let him go, but he's very fast. And I think that he fits really nicely into that Wolves team. So, you know, I'm he's enough of a differential that I'm happy to kind of take a punt on him and, and see, you know, as long as... It, 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 it's particularly if I had Ronaldo and Lukaku, I would definitely want someone like that who was a cheap enabler um 5.5 years at the moment but yeah we'll we'll have to see um it was yeah, he's cheap and he does look good but he's only looked good for a couple of game weeks and yeah yeah for me personally it'd be when i do move ronaldo out it'd be ivan tony that i'm moving to and um, because i just i've seen him perform well now for seven game weeks and yeah. he's got a good run of fixtures and so i'm looking at that further ahead but huang could could be the one he's cheap and he scored a brace at the weekend, so you can't really argue with that. But it's hard to judge him off one game week. No, it is. And, you know, Villa away, 
Leeds away, um, Everton at home, Palace. It's not the best fixtures in the world, but you know, Wolves are are starting to kind of look a, a little bit more lively. I don't know. As I say, perhaps we'll well we will this time next week we'll have a chat about um kind of wild cards. I'll certainly have decided whether I'm going to do that or not. Um, It'll be good for the podcast if you do, because it gives us something to talk about next week when yeah. you're planning your wild card. I think, I think as it stands, and I, you know, I do need to look at the fixtures, and I do need to um, kind of work out what I'm, what I'm thinking. But as it stands, I would be very surprised if I don't wild card, um, just because the the disgust I have for my team is is real. It's very real. Um, so logic that you said about the price rises. So talk talk me through that. What's what's the um, what's the logic there for our listeners? Well, I just think there's no point in waiting till an hour before the deadline and, and activating your wild card because there's going to be players who are rising in price over this international break. So I'd hit it now, get the players in that you want. And if they rise in value, then you've got them there already in place. But because yeah. you're on your wild card, you can move them out at any point. You want, you don't want players in your team that are likely to drop. So Luke Shaw might be dropping because he's fallen out of favour. Take out the players in your team that are going to drop, put in players that are going to rise. And they don't have to be the players you end up with, but just make sure you keep in monitoring throughout the international break who's rising, who's falling. Because inevitably, if someone scores a brace in an international match, people are going to start bringing them in. Yeah, that's a very good point. Very good point. And um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm looking at it now and I've, I've got to say I'm, I'm pretty tempted to just hit the button now. I did wonder why so many people were kind of activating it now, but that does make sense in terms of trying to capture those price rises. So yeah, I think I'll I'll have a little play with it and um, we'll see see how we get on i've got two i've got two very sick children both of whom are like coughing their guts up and um and whatnot so yeah that i think that's another re- lack of sleep is horrible isn't it, it, it it's um it is. it's a very it's a very it's, tricky thing to it to makes you do cheering. mad things that activate a wild card and bring in hawang as your lone striker <laughs> it does it does indeed so so let's talk a little bit about um uh, the uh, i think still to this um uh, although salah's probably the highest scoring person in the game now but before that point was Antonio um what do you think is going on with West Ham do you think that they're struggling with the Europa League fixtures as well because they did look a little bit fatigued well I took out Antonio when he got his red card because I was planning to bring them out at at this point because their fixtures do get a bit tougher going forward um and Antonio is always an injury risk in an usual season and, and usually West Ham wouldn't have Europa to contend with and yeah. I'm surprised, to be honest, that he's lasted this long. But West Ham have been quite good with, with injury. So I wonder whether there's something behind the scenes that's improved, whether they've got um, a, a new physio in or something that's sort of working with them to keep them fitter because the whole squad seems to be staying quite fit. So it, that might be the case. But yeah, I took him out because now they've got Everton away and we've seen how well Everton are playing. Um, yeah. Then they're playing Spurs, which is a tough game, despite the fact um, Spurs have been fairly awful. Aston Villa away, then they got Liverpool, Wolves away, Man City, uh, Brighton, who have been great in defence, Chelsea. So their fixtures do get tougher and they're competing with Europa and they're going to want to do well in Europa. Antonio is playing for the midweek. I just think it's going to slow down a little bit. So, um, yeah, if I was wildcarding, I wouldn't put him in now. Yes, I would. Um, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Did you watch the Liverpool-Man City game? By any chance? I did watch the Liverpool-Man City game, yes. Nice. And what did you think of? Um, well, uh, uh, a. What did you think of the game? But um, 
was there anyone from an FPL point of view that caught your eye? Because there was a certain young little lad uh, who caught my eye. That is that is a very worrying turn of phrase, but that's fine. That's a very good lad I was, I, was, I, was, I was trying to avoid saying Phil Foden, but um, there we go. That's, I know what you. I know what you meant. Yeah, Phil Foden <laughs> looked great, and I think he's not going to be a Torres who everyone's going to get in and then he won't play. I think Phil Foden, the time is coming now where he's going to be used a bit more mm. and he played well, he got a goal. So yeah, he's going to be, he's going to be used more going forward than the likes of Torres. I think um, I would probably put him in my team at this point. If I was wild carding, I don't think he's essential. Uh, I think there's other players that can do what he does at his value. Um, Salah though just looks great like Salah we know he's great and he's been the best yeah. asset this season but having him as a midfielder I'm I'm kicking myself for not captaining him because I looked yeah, at the fixture and thought it's, it's Man City but Liverpool at home Salah just isn't letting anyone down this season he only had to get one goal and you're going to get a good return yeah. as a midfielder um, but yeah it was the best game of football of the weekend um, both teams looked good but Salah looks, um, he looks on amazing form. I'd definitely be my captain in game week eight away to Watford. I think that's going to be an easy choice, even though it's a 12.30 kickoff. And I know people say not to captain in the 12.30 kickoff and I'm starting to understand why. Yeah, it's um, it's just a surefire way to potentially ruin your weekend. But, um, but yeah. You'd spend the rest of your weekend hoping <laughs> other people don't score. And that's not how you want to watch football, really. <laughs> no, it isn't how you want to watch it. To be honest, it really isn't. Cheering it's, on a um, nil-nil draw between Arsenal and Brighton. Yes, which uh, which is fair enough. That's that's what many people were doing, and what I would have been doing if I had put Ben White in. Like I said, ah, uh, it's just so annoying. Those those tiny little decisions that um, obviously you make thinking we'll be all right, but never mind. Is what it is. Is what it is. Um, cool. Okay. Well, let's. Um, as I say, we will have a, a game week preview next week. So, should we have a little chat about Sky Fantasy Football? Um, shall Shall we do? Um, shall we have a look at our mini league? Because we forget to do our mini league. We do. Um, yes. Have you got that information to hand? Yeah. So we've got the fantasy fantasy football face off cup in the FPL our FPL mini league. Uh, we do yeah. the top ten places. So in tenth, it's Harry Batchnoffer with a four foot eleven. Very clever name. Nice. Playing on words with numbers. I like that. Number nine, <laughs> Peaky Blinders from at Chan Siri. Number eight, a little guy we all know well, Tom Glover with the FF face off team representing. Nice. Um, have dropped way a little bit, but I'm still hanging in there. At Good seven, land. Bielsa Ball with Aaron Jackson. At six, under my Cucurella, Joe Stevens. Number five, Bastion United, Lewis Bastion. Number four, Samar Verma, LZFC. Number three, Labrooks, Labrooks lads have been sticking around. Jack yeah, Labrook. Yeah. Number two, and this guy, Ewan Who's Army, Ewan Reedy in number two. He was top a little while ago, but he's been overtaken now by Maboob Rarut, the Jergonauts. And he's flying high, 517 points. I don't know where he's ranked in the whole game, but he's got to be well up there because I'm on the four eight four. I'm a fair bit behind him. Um, so yeah, that's our top 10. There will be a Football shirt of your choice, Maboob Rarut, if you can last till the end of the season. But I am coming for you. And Fitz is as well, but he's very far behind and, he, and he's coughing <laughs> and he's got asthma, it looks like. He's got he's got quite a long way to quite a long way to go to catch up, but um, but certainly that is the plan for sure. Nice. Well, yeah, it's um yeah, I think uh, I think it's gonna be interesting and we will see what happens as the season goes on. But well done to all of you uh, who are in that top ten. 
uh, yourself included, mate. Um, you, what's your overall rank at the moment? Sorry, I know you did say earlier. Uh, it's 46k. So, like, oh, I've mate, had two cool. bad game weeks. I was below the average last week. I was just above it this week, and I've dropped from I was at I was at 7k as a life rank two weeks ago, and I've dropped yeah. to 46. But it's not much of a drop, really. And I'm still happy with my team. They just haven't performed like they should. So I'm I'm not worried. I'm hoping for a green arrow next. Well, not next week when it comes around again. Yeah. Well, good on you, mate. Good on you. Chuff for you. Um, <laughs> you sound it, mate. Too. I know I did. Yeah. Oh dear, oh dear. Good. I've just been having a little play with the wild card, and um, well, like, don't do it live yeah. on the podcast recording. Uh, Let's. I hate it. Let, we'll do that next it. week. All right. You can, you we can come to us with your wild card draft next week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, cool. Okay, so on to something that will surely cheer me up, and that is Sky. Um, was it a low-scoring week in Sky as well? Do you think? I mean, I've got a, I've got a Green Arrow in my first team. Um, um, yeah, I I think so because obviously a lot of people have gone big with the Chelsea defence, and in this game, there's no limit on the amount of players you can have from one team. So a lot of people yeah. have got five, six Chelsea players. A, a block of Chelsea defenders and the goalkeeper. Um, so them losing their clean sheet and certain players getting rested wasn't, wasn't going to be good for them. Um, I ended up on 45, which uh, is, is dropped me to 695 overall. Um, it's not, it's not been a great game week. Cristiano Ronaldo blanked for me on the Saturday and then Harry Kane got five points, double to 10 on the Sunday when I think most people who went on Harry Kane would have been on, Mo Salah, so he obviously would have highly outscored him. I got two from Mendy in goal. Again, Lewis Dunk was my top performer, getting nine points in defence. So Lewis Dunk is keeping me alive in both of these games at the moment. He is. He is indeed, yeah. I had a better week, I suppose. Um, 58 points with... 58? Get 58, yeah. So 58 um, points. Well, that is a better week. Not, I suppose, numerically, no. a better week is objectively <laughs> a better week. It is, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think I made, I did make a transfer. Um, uh, I had Ward Prowse, who got me a penalty and then got sent off. Um, but I did take out um, Torres. I was just fed up with Torres being on my team. I did it literally a moment before kickoff and... Annoyingly, I missed the deadline for fan team, which I will. I'm a bit annoyed about because because that's actually the one where there's money to play for. But never mind. There is in um, Sky. There's fifty grand in Sky if you win it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I have uh, one thousand six hundred and fifty three places to climb, and and I will be in the money. But um, but yeah, you know, considering there's three hundred thousand players, and this is the first time I've ever played it, I'm pretty chuffed to be. Yeah, um, and how many transfers? How many transfers you use now? I've got 35 remaining, so I've used five. Yeah, so you're doing really well. I've, I've got 33 remaining, so I've used two more than you, and I'm at 695. So I'm, I'm not that far ahead of you, considering having, I've, I've used two transfers more, and the transfers yeah. I've made have been terrible for me. I, I shouldn't have bought in... Well, it doesn't look like I should have bought in Harry Kane. I didn't need to bring in Mendy in goal because Pickford came back the week after. Yeah, same. There's, a lot of transfers wasted really and it, I'm a bit annoyed of how I played it I was just happy this week to get through it without wasting another transfer to be honest well it's crazy as well the um I mean it's obvious but the impact of a good or bad captain decision is is monumental really like if I'd captained Mo then which you know I only had Antonio and Mo really on the Sunday that were were kind of captain options 
And if I had done that, then I would have, I would have been absolutely laughing. Um, but, but is what it is. It's um, as I say, there's, there's a, I think we need to remember there's a long, long way to go and lots of things will happen. And yeah, 33 transfers is still a lot, you know, that's, that's one a week um, plus the um, overhaul. So yeah, it, it could be worse. Well, both sure. Sky and FPL are very congested at the moment. And you can see that one good captain really affects your rank. And mm. there's, but there's going to be plenty more captains to come. There's plenty more captains in the sea, as I think the saying goes. <laughs> well, very, very famously it does. Yeah. Yeah. So it, 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 will, it will very quickly turn around or, or get even worse for you. So don't, so don't worry about it. Oh, good. Well, that's something to look forward to slash be miserable about. Good. And, but I think, <laughs> I think in the upcoming, in the upcoming games, uh, Chelsea's fixtures are very good so a lot will depend on how they perform in defence and which defenders play because those guys who've got blocked Chelsea defences Chelsea could conceivably keep four or five clean sheets in the next four or five games and if yeah, they do yeah. then it's going to really push those players ahead of us It really is yeah um, and Christensen I want to <laughs> I want to love you but yeah you've, you've really You've only given him one game week Christensen and I mean, who would have predicted that Chalabar was going to come in? No one was talking about him playing. It's just too hard to predict with Thomas Tuchel. But as I said, Thiago Silva, he's away with Brazil. Um, ben mm. Dinnery was tweeting today to say that he's effectively been ruled out of game week eight, which means that um, Christensen will play. Uh, Reese James, it's looking like for a long term, four to six weeks. So you've right. got two key defenders that are going to be out. So Rudiger and Christensen are pretty much as nailed as they can be, despite the fact Christensen missed out this weekend. But they didn't get a clean sheet anyway. So even if he had played, you'd have got you'd have got two points. Yes. Yeah, very true. Very true. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I think there's You're um, just tired and sad. Don't they get to your fits? I am tired and sad, yeah. And um <laughs> that's uh, I don't I don't mind. Which is what that, we yeah. want the podcast energy to be. Tired <laughs> and sad. It has definitely affected me. Like my my entire weekend has hundred percent been ruined by um by this but it's you know there's there's more important stuff going on like what what happens if i lose my facebook account for example i will be devastated i'm Um, actually hoping that's happened i'd be quite happy to lose my facebook account yeah i don't really care bar bar not being able to kind of speak to certain people who live far away and stuff but but never mind anyway anyway so um yeah well what are your thoughts for um i mean i guess we'll do a kind of preview for for um sky um and fpl next week won't we but will you be watching any of the england internationals or any of the other internationals um i will watch the england games despite the fact we'll be playing um i don't know iceland's staff team and <laughs> i don't know andorra is it andorra and moldova i don't know teams yeah. are going to be five or six nil it's not it's not interesting is it i love england in the in a major tournament but the qualifying is just so dull and so predictable and you're actually just watching it now thinking i, I hope none of my players get injured yes yeah that is it that i'll is also it. be watching it to sort of scout a few players as well see if who's performing well and and who's not performing so well uh, who's more likely to play because they've not they come back early from international duty that kind of thing yeah yeah um, but, but transfer-wise, after the international break, in, in FPL, I'm just planning to roll it with the team I've got at the moment to give me two free transfers uh, in, in, the, in game week 10. Um, and in, in Sky, I don't think I've got any transfers planned because I'm going to have... I might have Lewis Dunkers captain against Norwich on the Saturday. 
And then I have Carrie Kane against Newcastle on the Sunday. And then I've got Ben White, who I've had in since the overhaul to cover me. For the t- We're going to have the two Arsenal games back to back when we return. So we've got the, the Monday night game against Palace. And then the following week, we've got the, or the same week, we've got the Friday night game against Villa. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. So that's, um, yeah, that's a good opportunity to definitely have some Arsenal coverage and then potentially one transfer could um, give you give you some good good points there. That's a nice nice little spot. So what would you do in that situation then? Because obviously I'm, I'm looking at it and I can see that clearly I want Arsenal coverage, but would you take a transfer to bring in an extra Arsenal player or, or well, how would you Well, as I it? told you, as I told you overhaul fits, you should have made a spreadsheet, all right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got Ben White in. I've got Ben White in at the overhaul. So he'll be my captain on the Monday and the Friday. And I so have I'll be hoping, too, for, yeah. hoping for a clean sheet in those games. But Arsenal are looking slightly more attacking now. So there is the possibility you'd come off one of your strikers, go to Aubameyang for a couple of games, or maybe one of their midfielders, Smith Rowe, if you want to change one of your midfielders, bring in Smith Rowe, who's, who's at a good price. Um, but personally, I'm, I, yeah, I bought in Ben White to captain in those games to save me that transfer. And he's cool. doing quite well, ticking over with clean sheets. So I, w- I will stick with Ben White. So um, interesting, you should talk about like Smith Rowe, for example. Um, I've just seen Ward Prowse, who I've got, um, is suspended for three games. So yes. he is an absolute transfer waiting to happen there. And that will mean that, yeah, as I say, if I get in, well, whoever I get in, it's it absolutely makes sense to, to be someone who's going to play those games nice but if, you've well, got, if you've got ben, if you've got ben white you've got the arsenal game covered but you need to look a bit further ahead because on the first mm-hmm. november we've got wolves versus everton so you'll need a wolves or everton essay if you want a player in that game yeah. as a single game day and on the 5th of november you've got southampton villa um i don't know if what prowse would have served his game free game ban by then so he have leads he'll miss he'll miss the game against burnley he'll miss the game against he'll miss the game against Watford so he will be back for that single game day but you you probably don't want to carry him for three game weeks no no I don't well I I will tell you now that I think I'm probably going to um take him out and take a little punt on Huang um because he's a midfielder in um in this and, oh is he yeah um that's and interesting I didn't see that yeah, so I think that will probably be my that's my early punt um for for this game weeks. Um so that'll be playing Wolves away and uh, sorry, playing Villa away and then the week after they've got Leeds and then uh, Everton. So th- actually I look at them and they're all fixtures I think think Wolves could do all right in. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, and you're right, he's seven point eight million midfielder. So yeah, that is a very good spot. He's a good price, same price as Saar. So he could be a good player to take Sarah out for because Sarah's fixtures get a lot more difficult now. He, we had him for the good run. Um, I don't expect him to be getting many more returns now. No. And Claudio Ranieri uh, joining Watford as their manager, which will, um, who knows, maybe Watford will win the league next year at 5,000 to 1. Um <laughs> Right, so let's have a look at the Sky Mini League. So the FF Face-Off Cup, we will do... We'll just do the top five... Oh, no, we'll do the top eight because I'm eighth. Uh, in eighth place, <laughs> it's Tom Glover, 653 points. In seventh, Mark Brown, DDRFC, 654. In sixth, it's Sandra Hill, SND1, 656. In five, Mark Jarvis, Anton Turdinhand, 
mucky. That's brought the tone down. Um, four, Jack Lab Jack Labrick again in fourth place. Gilfie's six offenders. Oh, again, this is a uh, children listen to this. Third, Norman Conquest with Mark Daniels. Second, good to be back. Aaron Alton with six hundred sixty-three points. And top of the list is the Buccaneers with Glenn Murray, former Brighton striker, six hundred sixty-five points. Nice, very good work. So um, yeah, they they must be doing quite well um, up at the top end of that table. Um, I'm 632 looking at it. So 23rd in the league, way outside the top 10, um, but not not a million miles away. Just a, a good couple of captain choices, hopefully. So how many points hopefully. are you on? How 632. And I'm on 653. So there's only 20 points in it. That is one one good captain and it's, yeah. it changes. We change positions. Yeah, absolutely. Um, cool. All right. Lovely stuff. Well, I think that that is, I think that rounds us off quite nicely for, for that week. Um, and, unless, of course, there's there's someone else we haven't heard from. Is there anyone we haven't heard from? Well, uh, of course, Sean Dyche would have been in touch with his poem. Um, we, we, we do like to give a shout out every week. I mean, it's been a bit bleak game week this week. It's been hard work and... Um, Jack Grealish hasn't been in touch. He hasn't been able to write a diary. A friend of his had a vasectomy this weekend. And I think he was just too upset. Um, he was struggling to cope with that. He's trying to be there for his friend. He hasn't really been feeling his creative juices flowing. Like his friend has also lost some juices flowing. Um, so, so yeah, Jack's not been in touch. But it's your turn to give a shout out. I'm just filling while you have a chance to think of somebody you'd like to shout out this week. In the Twitter community, I've FPL Sky, someone who makes a difference fits. As always, we like to give a shout out to uh, members of the FPL community uh, on social media. Uh, some of them need a shout out and some of them don't. Uh, but nonetheless, we always like to, to give a little bit of love. Uh, this is an account who, who probably doesn't really need much um, support from us. But just in case you aren't familiar with the work of FPL Pig or at Pig underscore FPL, um, very talented man. And after every game week, he produces a little song and it's usually kind of a, a, a cover. It's a, it's a tune that you'll be familiar with, um, but with references to the FPL game week. And it's very clever. It's very, it's always very well done. He always has it done by kind of Monday as well, which means not only is he kind of thought of the song that he's going to play, but he's thought of the words. And um, yeah, he's, yeah, I think he's currently in the top 10K in the world. So he's a very knowledgeable FPL player as well. Uh, Where is he? Because he makes out that he's always having a terrible game week, but maybe it's just because he likes sad songs. Yeah. Or alternatively, he put his, um, you know, in your biog, you can kind of write something. I think my biog says that um, I was top top 35K last year or something. I don't think I've updated it, but um, but yeah. It says 20, yeah, you're wrong. That was his rank game. last season. I think he's having a tough time this year, which is reflected in his songs. But it's it's nice. It's nice when someone is also having a tough time of it to listen to, to listen to a bleak game week song. Yes, absolutely. And uh, this week is um, how you remind me by Nickelback. Uh, it's an absolute banger, and it's definitely worth a look. So um, do do give him some love. It's at uh, pig underscore fpl on Twitter and. Um, Tell him that you heard about him on the FF Faceoff pod and and hopefully uh, he will enjoy the little shout out. But do please keep up the good work uh, at pig FPL. Sorry, at pig underscore FPL. Um, and yeah, we, we look forward to hearing your uh, Game Week 8 song whenever it arrives.
lovely stuff well thank you for thank you for listening um dear listener we, d- we do really appreciate it um sorry that i'm not in the best mood but as i say two two sicky children pissing down with rain um i'm literally looking at the rain outside the window now and i've got to go and walk the dogs so um forgive me for my um cheery not so cheery but let's face it the, the main thing that's making you upset is the red arrow if you had a green arrow you wouldn't care about your sick children are walking in the rain you'd be dancing in the rain I would you'd absolutely be shooting cowpole syringes in the air. You'd be so happy. <laughs> and if Man United won, if Man United won, and I got a green arrow, then uh, this would be <laughs> this would have been a very different podcast. But they didn't, and uh, I didn't. So never mind. Um, so I hope you feel better um, after your your op, mate. Um, Thank you. And that's quite all right. And shall we sign off with a little bit of love from our friend Sean Dyche? We better do. Maybe this will cheer you up. Another tough game week with the points average low until the late kickoff and a haul from King Mo. Wildcard active was the cry across Twitter. It's Jota again and he's Mr. Sitter. Go big at the back, Alonso's essential. 26% owned, he's a premium differential. Then he's stuck on the bench while Chilwell is scoring. But I've got a Burnley back three and my rank is soaring. A goalless draw and a seven-card thriller. We beat those canaries like Ali in Manila. Nice. Now it's a two-week break before we beat Guardiola. You can forget Pepulet. It's time for Dice's Tombola. <laughs> yes. Oh, very nice indeed. I, I know uh, Sean was particularly proud of that poem. I think <laughs> Sean's not done poetry before and he's really getting into the poetic <laughs> language. I don't know if Ali did win in Manila, but it, it was a good it was a good reference. It was a, it was a thriller in Manila. I know that. Um, and oh, very well done, Sean. What a lovely way to round. I think, see I, I, what we should have done is I should have read that first. Start with I a feel poem. Way better now. Um, but oh, great stuff. Well, uh, enjoy your week off, um, FPL and Sky. Take some time to uh, well recover. Look look after yourself. And um, yeah, we will we will be back of course next week. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch, please do. Um, we are on Twitter at FF Face Off Pod. And of course, you can email us uh, on FF Face Off Pod at gmail.com. Big thank you to producer Glenn and podcast Nick for the sound. And big thank you to you too, Tom. Well done again. And uh, yeah, see you soon. Thank you, mate. Well done to you. Laters. Laters. Laters.